Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. Father God, I just thank you right now for this privilege and this honor, Lord. I just pray right now you help me to decrease so you could increase in me, Father. I pray right now, Lord, for every person here, Lord. I pray that they have ears to hear and hearts, Lord, to receive. Father, I come against any distraction right now. And I pray, Lord, that you help us to leave different than we walked in right now, Father. And I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. Paul writes to the church of Ephesus, encouraging the believers in Christ to be reconciled, not only to God, but to each other. He is encouraging them to maintain unity and love amongst one another, within their families and within the church. While at the same time, he is encouraging them to resist the temptation to fall back into the sin that is in the world. To resist, resist the temptation to fall back into the sin that is in the world. Also to remind us that we were once dead, but he gave us life. Verse 1. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to live in sin just like the rest of the world. Obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way. Following the passionate desires and natural tendencies of our sinful nature. I'm sorry, I skipped a line. Verse 3, all of us used to live that way. Following the passionate desires and inclinations. And inclinations, if you don't know what that means, it means a personal natural tendency. So all of us used to live that way, following passionate desires and our natural tendencies of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But, say but. Amen. But God is so rich in mercy. Mercy, if you don't happen to know what that means. Meaning we are not getting what we really deserve. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life. When he raised Christ from the dead, it is only by God's grace that you have been saved. Grace, if you don't know what that means, is getting what you don't deserve. The definition of grace is unmerited favor. It is only it is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us in heavenly places, heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ Jesus. Excuse me real fast, I messed up. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't, you cannot take credit for it. This is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast of it. For we are God's... I'm sorry. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. Verse 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Amen. Now I want to go back and point out a few things. Like we were once dead because of our disobedience and of our sins. We used to live in sin just like the world. We used to obey the ways of the devil, who is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. We used to live that way, following our passionate 
desires and our natural tendencies. We were living in a manner that was not pleasing to God, and hell is where we were headed. You see how Paul writes to the church of Ephesians and tells them not to forget where they once were, how they used to live, how they used to act, how they used to think, how they didn't care. I believe it is the same for us today. I believe sometimes we need a reminder of what the good Lord has brought us out of, what he has done in us, what he has done to us, what he has done through us, and what he has done for us, and what he wants from us. Amen? You see, when I think about what the good Lord has brought me out of, what he's doing in me, doing to me, doing through me, doing for me, it puts me in a state of gratitude, in a state of thankfulness, in a state of surrenderance, in a place of humility. The Word of God says, He who the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen? Amen. Let me tell you, I know you see me up here. Let me tell you, it hasn't been easy for me. You don't know what I've been through to get here. It's taken a lot of work to get where I am. And trust me, I have not arrived. I have to work on myself every day. You see, coming to Christ wasn't easy for me. I was so lost. I was a liar. I was mean, depressed, scared. Alone, hurt, selfish, insecure. Thought about suicide more than once. I was so angry, so ashamed, so broken. Sin just had a grip on me and I didn't know how to let it go. I needed some major alterations. My mind needed to be altered. My heart needed to be altered. I needed some stuff cut out. I needed a new way of thinking. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 4, which I have compressed because it's too long to read you the whole thing. I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Verse 2, be completely humble, gentle, patient, bearing with one another in love. Verse 3, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Put off your old self. Be made new in the attitude of your minds. We're jumping to verse 24. And to put on the new self created to be like God in the true righteousness, righteousness and holiness. 25, put off, false, put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. Say one body. Amen. We are one body here. In your anger, verse 26, in your anger, do not sin. Say, do not sin. Amen. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Verse 27, and do not give the devil a foothold. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building up others according to their need. Amen. I remember in 2007 when I got to the first prison where there were actually other Christian brothers. And towards the end of service when they did an altar call and all these lifers went up and they were on their knees, some of them crying, some of them just praying out loud to the Lord. One of the brothers asked me, hey, hey, you want to go up there? I said, oh, I'm good. I'm okay. It took me a few minutes to go up due to my pride, due to my fear. But let me tell you, when I finally did go, oh, man, did I weep like a baby. 
that day it just felt as if a weight had been carrying, I'd been carrying for years just came off. I felt as if I was really free. I was there at that altar where I left it all. I'm here just to encourage you, whatever you might be going through, whatever it is, no matter how big, no matter how small you might think it is, whatever it might be, just to continue, put your trust in the Lord. Stay consistent in prayer. Stay consistent in your word. Stay consistent in fellowship. Stay away from sin. Say, stay away from sin. Remember what the good Lord has brought you from. Be accountable. Be honest. Just keep coming back. I want to leave you with this. In the last verse we read in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it reads, For we are God's masterpiece. He had created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. We are God's masterpiece. Each and every one of us, God has created us perfectly in his image. So you might come here sometimes, you might think, man, I'm not equipped enough. You might think because of what's happened in the past, you're not ready. Because that's what the enemy wants for you. But it says in Psalms 139, 13 through 14, for you, you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God knows all things, brothers and sisters. I'm just here to encourage you. I'm just a man, a sinner that God redeemed a long time ago in a little place. And I just want you guys to know you guys have so much opportunity here, brothers and sisters. You have this altar where you can leave all your stuff. I just want to encourage you guys, take it, take it, take it. Every time the opportunity comes, come to the altar. Allow God to alter you. Allow him to cut that stuff out of you. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.